Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. My name's Thomas. If you've never met me before, and for the rest of the crew, good morning. This is a special Sunday in the life of our church. This is Vision Sunday. And I've decided to stand. I thought, none of this sitting down anymore. Let's, uh, let's get standing. So it's a special Sunday as we look back, as we look forward to 2021. And usually on a Sunday morning, we would look at a verse in the Bible, we'd unpack it practically, ask God, how does this speak into our Monday morning? And then go on our way and, and hopefully chew it over and ask God, you know, what do you want to do in me for the week ahead? We're going to be looking at a verse in a little while for the year ahead as a church family. But the, the, main, the main content of this morning is celebration. It's looking back over this past year and celebrating what God's done in our wee church. And uh, we're going to celebrate. We're going to give thanks. So I want to encourage you to a little round of applause, a little Wimbledon round of applause, if you fancy. Maybe some, some of this. If there's a moment that you just want to celebrate, maybe it's a whoop whoop. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just screaming, yes, thank you, God. Or maybe it's just a quiet moment of, thank you, God, for that, that moment that we're celebrating as a church family. There's lots to celebrate as we look back and we're going to mark the moment. The last year has been tough. It has been tough. It's been like no other that any of us have ever journeyed before. And... All of us will know the struggle, nearly broke my lectern there, will know the struggles, the confusion, the pain uh, that we've had to journey over this last year in all sorts of different ways. But I am still filled, and I hope you will be too, uh, when you hear these stories, I'm filled with, sto with encouragement. And we've heard, uh, we've heard remarkable stories in this last year in this last season and we look back at this year and we reflect and God has still been moving. He's still been moving and in this wee church, Inverness Vineyard Church, little over three years old, we have played our part. We have played our part. Our vision as a church is that we would be a place where people come alive and we believe that when people encounter Jesus, that the adventure in life truly begins. And that we come alive and we begin to step into this exciting future that God has mapped out for us, the promise of eternal life. And that we carry uh, something in us, in our hearts, in the very fibre of who we are after that transformative moment with Jesus that not only impacts our lives, that not only sets us free, but begins to overflow in all the spaces and places that we walk into as followers of Jesus. We long to, as a church full of his spirit, lead this city, lead the highlands into life. That's why we're here. And for those who are, were with us last year, we shared, we laid out the vision of the church for the year ahead. We shared this tagline of, there is more. There is more. I want to go back to last year and just play a little snippet by the wonders of modern technology. See, we're, we're up to date with all this technology. We can do this kind of thing now. We're well versed. We're a year into it. Let's hear what I had to say in 2020. The that we are dreaming of is loving and sharing and connecting with those in our city whose hope is gone, who are feeling dry and are feeling cut off from relationship. 
feeling cut off from community, who are feeling like their life has dried up. For hope to rise and for Jesus to be known. That's why we're here. And we feel that this year is about reaching into new places and new spaces. And the more that we have prayed, we just know this is right where Jesus would want us to be. It's interesting, isn't it? Those couple of lines. Loving and sharing, connecting with those in our city whose hope is gone. Feeling dry, cut off. This year is about new spaces, new places. It's fascinating, isn't it? That there was a fulfilment of that vision in this last year. It just didn't look how we imagined it to. We didn't know what we were stepping into. And this past year hasn't looked how we would have liked. It's easy to focus on what we haven't been able to do. It's easy to focus on where we haven't been able to go. But I want to take some time to focus in on what we have as a wee church been able to do in this last year based on that few lines that I shared last year. New spaces and places. It's certainly been a year of that. And we might even have a confetti cannon or two to celebrate as well. It's just to warn you, to warn myself. So we look at connecting first. Our Sunday services, so near enough a year to the day, I think it was 22nd of March 2020, we pivoted in a major way. We got the old SLR camera out, we checked its video capabilities, we bought a little fancy light off Amazon, we found a corner of a room that was the tidiest, and we'd done a church service. And it worked, people engaged. And, uh, you know, it's really difficult to define who, what spread of who is watching or who is watching, where they're from. And uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, in terms of the growth of the church, who turns up on our first Sunday? Who knows? But in terms of people who have said uh, Inverness Vineyard is my place, we are at 103 adults and 48 children who would say that Inverness Vineyard Church is their place, which is remarkable. Three, just over three years in to the adventure of, uh, of our church, of Jesus' church. And uh, in the mix of YouTube, we found every available space in our house as we, we done our church at home. And uh, yeah, we had our hallway, we had our kitchen, we had another part of the hallway, had another part of the kitchen, we had another corner of the living room. Maddie even filmed from the garden once as well. And uh, you'll be seeing photos, hopefully, as I'm speaking as well, of all the different moments, all the different Sundays. We've had different people preaching, different people leading. Our worship team done a remarkable job uh, bringing worship from the home and uh, honing their craft and, and bringing uh, songs that, that look to Jesus at a time when we need them most. And yeah, it's amazing. And over the course of uh, that March date to this morning, we've had nearly, it's nearly approaching 14,000 views, which is amazing. And about 5,000 of those will be my mum. Another 5,000 will be, I don't know, Mary's mum. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's remarkable. It's remarkable just seeing the, the reach in terms of who's, who's engaged with our Sunday services. We also had our Rise Sundays. So for those of you who've been part of our church pre-pandemic, we would gather once a month to do community breakfast, little cafe-style tables, highly relational, uh, 
and shorter time of worship, shorter talk with the, the aim being let's just chat to one another. Let's grow friendships at the heart of our church and, uh, and eat really good food as well. So we were just about to relaunch that as a community breakfast and just uh, let the, the area surrounding the school know before uh, restrictions kicked in. But we started some Rise Online Sundays, which uh, were definitely more relaxed. Let me tell you why they were relaxed. We had cafeteria coffee. We, uh, we had candles. We had couches. We sat on a couch. Who would believe you could do church from a couch? We were really comfy there. We'd have invasions of our children. I remember Spider-Man making a visit as well. I remember the four of us bursting out to song at the end of the service as well. And uh, yeah, that was really special actually, just singing Raise a Hallelujah together last summer at the end of the service. And yeah, they've been, they've been great in terms of just more conversational, more relaxed and, and hopefully a different feel uh, to those mornings when we've done them last year. But also, more importantly, some key conversations in there as well. We felt it was a great opportunity to hear from our mission partners. So we've done a series of interviews with a couple of them. We spoke to Ailey at Home for Good, who do a great work around fostering and adopting. We also spoke to Corey at Kids Club Kampala, who do a great work in terms of loving and bringing hope and future to vulnerable children in Uganda. It's just amazing what they've been able to do this last year uh, during this pandemic. And uh, that interview is just is, is brilliant just to get information and hear the heart behind that charity. And then also Mary had a great conversation with Remy following uh, the killing of George Floyd and just how we educate ourselves better around race and racism and uh, journey that well as a church. Uh, so Mary had a great chat with Remy around that. You can catch up on any of them on YouTube as well. And we encourage you to do that if you've not listened to those chats or podcasts. You can get them on uh, all good podcast apps. If you just search for Inverness Vineyard Church, we'd love you to do that. So we had our Rise Sundays and then we got this wee office space around November time. It's good, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's really good. So we were able to do Sundays live. Uh, we've done a, a handful of those. And just a round of applause to Stuart and Elias who poured their all into making that happen uh, and, and putting together Sunday's Live. And our worship team, we would come in and, and bring worship and the various people who are in the mix of leading and speaking during uh, then as well. And we miss those Sundays and we hope it isn't too long until we slot back into uh, Sunday's Live as being the next step back to some sort of normality in the coming weeks and months. So they've been great. We've had one in-person gathering. Would you believe I was saying to Mary, we've had one service this last year. And that was in November time as well, where we gathered at St. Stephen's. They opened up their, their building for us. And there was a lot we couldn't do, but it was great. It was great to worship. It was great to see each other's faces. It was great to uh, be in God's presence together. So uh, and, uh, hopefully again, we can start to map out and we'll let you know what the plan is in terms of uh, in-person gatherings going forward in the coming months when we're allowed. We've also uh, had Zoom in the room. So straight after the service, we gather for 15, 20 minutes and just catch up with whoever wants to catch up. It hasn't been massive numbers, but it's been good. 
it's been great just to connect with the one or two who are coming onto the call and we see that as a really important thing. So why don't you jump on after today and maybe share your encouragement following Vision Sunday. That'd be brilliant. It'd be so cool to see a bigger number in, uh, in there just to share encouragements off the back of today. Our small groups pivoted, went online onto Zoom. We started two new groups as well in this last year and they've been places of real safety and routine for folk. Just having that anchor point in the week where there's been so much uncertainty in this last year. Uh, we salute you small group leaders. You've done a fantastic, fantastic job uh, loving and looking out for the folk in your groups and yeah, they've been such an important, important part of this last year in terms of keeping connected. So thank you small groups for what you've done. Also Kids and Tots, in terms of weekly content, we are forever indebted to those guys, to Cherry and to Michelle, who have just, yeah, just learned and just got right stuck into bringing content each week onto YouTube to bring our kids closer to Jesus, to worship, to hear worship in the home and uh, yeah, even having Zooms as well where we can connect and see some of the other families' faces has been great as well. You guys deserve a round of applause as well and all the team as well who have contributed and done videos on top of everything else which has been going on as well. Our youth have been well served in terms of Eleanor and Steve just encouraging and uh, connecting and just checking in and seeing how they're doing over the course of the year. Those guys have been brilliant in terms of laying foundations for our young people this last couple of years. And yet again, we say thank you to you guys for praying and for, for loving our teens as well in this last year. Thank you, Eleanor and Steve. Also, I want to give a special mention uh, to, oh, actually, I'm going to chat about press-in nights first. We had our press-in nights where we uh, went through a book called Listening to God, I think it's called. I haven't got written down my notes, but just a chance to slow, a chance to breathe, a chance to look at a passage in the Bible and ask the Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me about this passage? What, what do you want to do? And those were great. They're still on YouTube. But I just encourage you, maybe you've had a tough day or a tough week, get onto YouTube, 20 minutes long. Just find a quiet space and go through those sessions. There's about 20 of them online and they'll stay online for you to use if you want to use them. And there's various people uh, who, have, who have done those evenings. Also, a special mention to Dorcas. We want to say thank you to you. You've done some uh, tremendous art over this last year. Drawings and uh, I think I called it Drawing Hope because everything that you brought over this last year and bringing your gifts has brought hope. You know, we've been sharing it on social media and as well with the office uh, with the little doses of hope that you brought into the office. So we want to say thank you to you, Dorcas. We loved your gift. We love your gifts and uh, just keep pressing into them. They're such a blessing to so many. And yeah, we're excited for you in terms of that. So thank you for that. Our prayer groups have continued as well over this last year. Half six on a Wednesday morning before all the restrictions, we would meet in Costa, all bleary eyed, a bit like that. That's me pretty much before eight o'clock in the morning get my latte and I'd be okay. We'd have a wee walk around town and pray. We've continued at half six to meet on Zoom. There's a faithful few who do it. When I wake up, it's the last thing I want to do. 
when I finish the meeting, I think, why on earth wouldn't I want to do it? And then we meet on Sunday evening as well at half seven. It's half an hour. The half an hour flies and uh, we finish hungry for continuing. But uh, the half an hour is just a really healthy dose, I think, just to, to focus on God, to pray to him and to be real with him. So we encourage you to engage with that. That's going to keep going. And uh, they've been a real encouragement, a source of encouragement over the last year. Churches together. We've had various moments through the last year where we've gathered together with a number of churches in Inverness. The relationships are so sweet in terms of uh, many of the churches in Inverness that we've been gathering. We gathered for Pentecost, for Thy Kingdom Come, and also for Christmas. We've done some stuff together as well. That's been a real source of encouragement. Christmas time, we had our first Christmas Eve service. Yay! So that was brilliant. We got to use St. Stephen's and uh, various people brought readings and worship. We had kilts and uh, we had a, a short Christmas message. And over 300 people over the Christmas, over 300 views over the Christmas period in terms of that service. And I think it was the suit. I think it was not just any suit. It was an M&S suit. And I think the suit had a lot to do with that. But um, seriously, that was just a, that was great to be able to do that. And we thank St. Stephen's for their open handedness and allow, allowing us in to record and to put that together as well. So that was brilliant over the Christmas season to do that. So that's connecting. Let me move on to loving and sharing. How we've done that in the new spaces and new places over this last year. You know, our giving levels as a church have changed very little after folk pledging last year uh, to start giving or to increase their giving off the back of our Vision Sunday. And we, on behalf of Mary and I, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you in this season for your faithfulness to the local church, for your faithfulness in giving sacrificially in the uncertainty it has allowed so much to happen in this last year. Let me run through some of the highlights. At the beginning of the pandemic, we started giving to Acts of Kindness, who were a, a little group uh, put together by a couple of people in Inverness on Facebook. And they had a little hut, or there's still a, there's still a hut there, uh, it's not gone anywhere, in Rakemore, where they would collect food, make food bags up, and then dish them out to those in the city. And we started giving to that and uh, putting aside money to then get a shopping list. And we had a little team of people who would go out, do the shopping, drop it off there. And then that would get sent out right away uh, to various people in Inverness and beyond, actually, uh, over a number of months. And we, we also connected with the resilience group that was set up for COVID uh, from Highland Council, who gave us a list of names of people who were elderly, self-isolating, uh, mobility issues, uh, struggling with their mental health, who just couldn't face stepping out of the house in the uncertainty and in the, yeah, just through those opening few weeks and months. And a whole, whole heap of people from our church connected in with those individuals, done their shopping, picked up their prescriptions. And actually, the, some of those relationships are still, still really strong. And uh, it's just so encouraging to see you guys, the local church, loving uh, loving the, the least, the last, the people in need in our city. So thank you for that. 
towards the end of the summer, the Acts of Kindness group uh, uh, kind of transferred over from that hut in Rigmore because the demand levels were a bit lower over to Inverness Foodstuff at uh, Nesbank Church. And we've been giving to them since then. And they do amazing work through the week, providing lunches for the needy in Inverness. And uh, we've been giving regularly as a church, getting a shopping list, filling up the, the van and uh, giving out to them. And then they whip up all sorts of incredible meals to then give out, even in this season of lockdown as well. They set up a marquee and then people come and collect uh, the meals, which has been brilliant. And on top of that, we've also been receiving uh, cash donations on top of the church's giving, which has been incredible as well to be able to give that little bit extra to Inverness Foodstuff. So we want to say thank you for that. And it's been amazing to bless those guys. Uh, please pray for them, encourage them. We've also had people volunteer from our church at Inverness Foodstuff and uh, I've been getting encouraging texts from uh, the folk there as to how great the people that have been helping out as well. So if you've been doing that over this last year, thank you. Thank you. And isn't it great to partner together to, to share our hearts for people in the city? We don't need to be starters all the time. We can also be partners, which is brilliant. We also established a, a fund called The Well, where uh, we look to bless folk in and out of our church uh, where needs arise. We gave care packs and goodies to all sorts of groups over the, the first few months of the pandemic. Let me list some of them. Bin men, postmen, GP surgeries, the hospital, care homes, bus drivers uh, are just some of the groups that uh, received coffee and drinks and sweets and crisps and toiletries and all sorts. We also helped with a toiletries initiative that, that Heather sent, set up to bless care homes in the Highlands, which was absolutely incredible as well, which people gave to and we gave to as a church as well. So it was amazing to see all sorts of uh, different initiatives happening, even out with the church. We start, started an outreach called Coffee Cake Connect. I like my alliteration. Coffee Cake Connect, where we got some brown bags put some nice coffee in and uh, from Inverness Coffee Roasting and uh, some Madeira cake, some sponges. I don't know why I do that, some sponges, some Madeira cake and some shortbread as well. And uh, people nominated people that they wanted to bless. And then we had a, a faithful uh, few folk who were either furloughed or had some time through the week who would come to our garage get their gloves on or wipe their hand, put their mask on, collect the bags, a list of addresses and go and deliver packages. If you're one of those people over this last year who delivered, thank you so much. We delivered nearly 100 bags and the large majority of those bags were to people who had never set foot in our church, they'd never heard of our church and it's been amazing to make those connections over this last year with Coffee Cake Connect. We also started an initiative called Letterbox Hugs which is still going on to this very day. You can nominate via our notice sheet where a little box, cardboard box, which fits for your letterbox with all sorts of goodies just to encourage folk in this season. So if you've got somebody to nominate for that, get on after the service and nominate and uh, yeah, we'll get that sent out to you. So that's letterbox hugs. We also at various points give away food hampers. We've done giveaways for donuts for Father's Day, flowers, we're doing a flowers one for Mother's Day next week, which I'm sure Mary will mention in the notices, and even McDonald's breakfasts. Wonderful. I'm loving it. Uh, just to encourage and love our city 
and share a little bit of hope. We started Chinwag, a space in the city to connect, and although that's had a quiet start, it's been a couple of real sweet conversations with a number of folk and uh, who just wanted to be heard and connected with at this time. We're excited for this as restrictions allow us to then look to do that again. And if you're interested in doing that, please get in touch with us. Christmas time, we gave 213 bags, boxes and hampers of hope. 213. Uh, with the help of Love Christmas, which is an initiative that allowed us uh, for some match funding. So we gave a chunk of money and then they match funded, which allowed us to that amount of boxes, bags and hampers. You gave generously hampers as well, which went to Gateway, our mission, one of our mission partners here in Inverness, and they went to people's homes who are in need just in time for Christmas to give them a lift, to share some hope. And we also gave uh, bags and boxes to Larsh, to Children's Hospital, to Inverness Foodstuff, and also via referrals. And just a special mention to the Entertainer Toy Shop, who were absolutely amazing. We bought a heap of toys for uh, the Children's Hospital as well, which and Gateway got some of them as well, which was amazing to bless them. And we got our van. Last year we mentioned about having a van of hope, and we just got it wrapped. Not like Christmas present wrapped, like our advertisement. This is who we are. This is the heart of this vehicle. And uh, yeah, here's the picture. So exciting. And we're working on the internal re renovation in the coming months. And also just to mention that we're very close to advertising the compassion role that's connected to that, uh, to the van over the next few weeks. So look out for that. So the van has already been a blessing. And as you can see, it's been amazing. So within our church, it's also been very much business as usual and loving and sharing and connecting with each other in new spaces and places, new babies arriving, celebrating engagements, people pivoting and helping people move house, even in this season, groups responding quickly to urgent needs, uh, meeting them with generosity and radically bubbling up and... Uh, opening homes where possible, folks spending Christmas with each other. We've seen people healed during our services to words that have been mentioned during prayer times. Groups journeying with uh, folk in our church grieving and those who have been ill over this last year, loving them and listening to them and just being present in those seasons. People visiting and connecting with no experience of church, absolutely none. One email we received uh, said the following. I enjoyed listening in this morning. It felt peaceful. I haven't ever thought about God before. And the couple doing the talking seemed to talk about God like they knew him, which seems nice to me. There's so many people in our city who have never thought of God. And these opportunities and these stories that we have in bringing love and bringing hope to people our testament to God's love. We must continue and we celebrate the fruit, the things we see and the things we don't see where we're faithfully given out in this season. It's because of those type of emails, those, those people who have never thought about God and God loves them. And we as the church, yeah, we have a responsibility to show that love. So uh, that's not in my notes, but we're excited. We're excited. And one prayer meeting as well, the presence of God was so tangible 
that we just lingered. There was a prayer meeting uh, for the end point of it. There was no praying. There was no doing. We just basked in the presence of God. And it was so sweet. Not limiting God by what limits us. Can I encourage us to lean in and go again in this season? God is moving. God is working. And although it's been tough in all sorts of different ways, it has been a joy. It has been a joy. And I want to celebrate. Here we go. Been waiting for it. I want to celebrate and mark this moment. This last year. We give God the glory for all those list of things. This is Jesus. This is his church. And we thank him for what he has done. Yes. Here we go. Yay. Oh, it didn't all come out. Anyway, <laughs> I've got another one. We can do it at the end. We're going to worship now and thank God. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Gordon, for worship. We're going to have a look at our finances now as a church. And they're based on the financial year of January to December 2020. Our finances are overseen by our charity trustees which are uh, Ali Elder and Pete Turner, who are based in Aberdeen, and myself as well. Ali and Pete are absolute legends. They're so supportive, so kingdom-minded, and attentive and detailed in their thinking. So I'm giving a round of applause to them both. Thank you so much for all you pour in. You might want to give them a wee round of applause or raise your cup of tea or your croissant or your bowl of cereal or your toast or whatever you're having for, for brekkie this morning. The only people that know who are giving to the life of the church are Mary and I. So there's no one else in the church, in the life of the church, that are aware of that. So just to make you aware of that. In terms of the figures, to give you a brief overview, we started the year with £11,969. The church giving was 64580 And in terms of the general expenditure of the church, we spent... Actually, this is the, the most amazing figure, £12,292 in terms of mission. So, absolutely incredible figure there. Church life is £16,296. Staff costs, which is our salaries. A church life is like our rental for a, the office and the van cost and a, all sorts of other memberships that we need to be part of as well a, and making the, the running of the church happen, streaming licenses and a, everything connected with that. Staff costs, which is our staff team salaries, 29215 Children and youth, 773 and other, which is £297, which is things like... A, staff uh, like staff day or staff christmas meal and any resources of uh, that staff require that kind of thing uh, and also like conferences and stuff like that which haven't happened this past year we started the year with eleven thousand nine hundred and sixty nine pounds we gave sixty four thousand five hundred and eighty and we spent fifty eight thousand eight hundred and seventy three pounds we hold in reserves three months of staff salaries, which equate to £10,400. So we're left with £7,676 for the year ahead. Isn't that amazing? That blew me away. 
that we were able to, as a wee church just over three years old, give over £12,000 to mission on a local level, on a national level, on an international level around the world as well. Praise God. Praise God. And if you have helped make this happen, uh, and you, you have helped make this happen, we've been so blessed in that money has not been a barrier in one of the, the toughest years that any of us have ever encountered. We thank God, our provider, for that. And just to mention, if you aren't giving regularly, perhaps you've just joined or you've been with us for a number of months or years, and uh, we'd love you to consider before God your finances uh, in this season. And uh, the easiest way to do that is to get online, www.invernessvineyard.co.uk forward slash give. Uh, yeah, so we'd love you to, to do that. And again, just to say thank you to those who have and who are and continue to do so. It's amazing. It's amazing. This next year, this next year, as I was looking back over my 2020 notes, I, I felt there was a prophetic edge to the, the words about new spaces and places, about connecting, about loving and sharing, about our hope, about people's hope being cut off. It felt like a year where a lot of us had felt like that at various points of the year. But we sent something new ahead in Jesus for with Jesus in 2021. And that's why we're starting to look at this new series called New Roads and New Rivers, uh, based on the Lord having something new for us and for Inverness. We don't want to get in the way and we sure don't want to miss out. And we'd love if you haven't connected into last week's first talk in that series to catch up with that, have we listened to it. And that's why we are drawn to, actually it's a couple of words of Jesus in John chapter 10, verse 10. I have come that you may have life and life in all its fullness. What does a life in all its fullness mean when Jesus says that? What does a, yeah, what does a people that are reflecting that look like? What are we full of? You know, we didn't, Mary and I didn't come here for a nice wee church in the city. We came because we believe Jesus wants to transform Inverness. We came because he loves Inverness and he wants us to join in with the mission and loving and sharing the hope that he brings. And we believe in three focuses as a church for 2021 that will help us pursue that fullness. So firstly, community. I want to share a little bit about our small groups. We love our small groups. They're places of community. They're remarkable groups of hope and family. Uh, but not everybody is part of a group right now who call Inverness Vineyard their place. And our heart is to make these groups accessible for the biggest percentage of people in our church possible and also beyond out with our church. We are also were in community with vineyard churches in Scotland and, and in the UK, and some of which have been in the same position as us a few years ago and made a few changes to their small groups which have increased the uptake and sparked new life and direction and actually outreach in them as well. So we've decided to make a few changes to these groups after Easter. So the first one being we're going to change the name to Life Groups, uh, reflecting our vision really that 
Inverness Vineyard is a place where people come alive. It makes sense that we call them life groups. They're places of life. They're places where, uh, where we engage with them. We come to life. We draw closer to Jesus. We're also going to change the structure of our groups so that they happen in seasons. So we'll have three terms of 10 to 12 weeks, with uh, the first term being the January to Easter, then post-Easter to summer, and then the autumn to December kind of term. So we're doing that to f- for a number of reasons. To free up the calendar uh, is, is one reason as well. To give our, our leaders a rest as well through certain points. And there'll be other things happening in terms of church life. And also, it gives an opportunity to sign up for different groups. So almost each term could look like a or will look like a re-signing up opportunity. Now, some of the groups will continue without very little change, but some of new groups that might come through, as a result, you might want to journey with that for a term, or you might want to uh, do do another group at a different term. So uh, we're we're doing it in seasons over 10 to 12 weeks uh, going forward after Easter. We're also introducing different types of groups. So an opportunity for more groups to be readily available in the life of our church. So there'll be general groups, which are kind of what you see just now in terms of a small group structure. So a Bible study, worship, prayer time, uh, sharing, uh, you know, your week and, and having uh, that space. So your general groups. We'll have, we're also want to introduce interest groups. So groups uh, based on a hobby, perhaps, when restrictions allow, perhaps a cycling group or walking group, a coffee group, a gaming group, whatever it is, a a language group, just something that's based on a common interest that could outreach to friends and family out with the church context. And then a course or life stage group. So like an alpha course or a parenting children course or a cap money course or a... Yeah, so various courses uh, or life stage moments and that to run for a term. So it gives that flexibility to uh, to be in a general group one term and then you see a, a money course coming up. So for the second term, you're going to do the money course, then return back to the general group that you're a part of. So it's given that flexibility and not adding to our calendar another night in the week, but honouring our week's and everything that goes on with our weeks. Uh, So it's it's more opportunities for a more diverse community. And uh, your life group leaders will be in touch after this uh, service in the coming days with the plan for your group. So we shared that with them last week, uh, just in terms of what we're looking to do. And we'll also be sharing an invitation in this new season on Tuesday. Mary and I, or it might just be me, I think it's... It might be Mary, it's Mary and I, uh, and a video will be shared out just detailing a bit more uh, behind the life group model going forward. So for some of the groups, there'll be very little change, but a, a more detailed direction in terms of what the group is doing. For some, there might be some change with some people going, some people uh, joining, and uh, maybe the direction will change slightly. And uh, for some, there, there, might be, there might be a bigger change in terms of uh, the direction or some new groups being made available that we want to go to. So we, we want to encourage you to embrace this transition. For some, it'll be an opportunity to lead for, for people listening who aren't leading at the moment and who have a heart for something, an idea for, for leading, which fits your makeup and interests and heart. 
and uh, look out for the video on Tuesday which will provide more details as to how you'll apply for the next term. So there'll be new opportunities for our community and we want to invite you into this for 2021. Also, so we have community as one of the key focuses. Connection is the second one to Jesus, the main and the plain. Everything flows from him and to him. Life in all its fullness is a life that is so close to him. And we want to rid ourselves of anything that hinders that. So throughout the year, we're going to be practically speaking, teaching and facilitating spaces for that and provide encouragement in that. Uh, Mary will be launching a new course as part of the life group model called Keys to Freedom. Uh, and we're just really uh, drawn to the, verse, uh, the, the verses in John 15 where it speaks about remaining in the vine. Must remain in the vine. So there'll be opportunities to step into, we believe, a new season of deeper connection with Jesus. And we want to invite you into that for 2021. So we have community, connection, and encourage is the final one. We want to press in as a church family. What does it look like to be a people who try? Uh, for those of you who watched the Vineyard National Gathering, um, there was one talk specifically around this, around being a people of faith. Uh, being a people of faith is a people who try, and that faith is spelled T-R-Y. With the launch of the Van of Hope, with the launch of Chinwag, uh, and various other things I'm sure in the coming months, we want to teach into being a people who are not afraid of trying. A people of his presence who remember how big and powerful God is. Who step, uh, a people who step beyond ourselves. A people who see stuff happen. People who take a risk. And, you know, we believe part of that also involves our young people. So I want to ask you just now, if you're watching, get your young person, get your kid in the, in the room, your youth, get your uh, teen in the room, go and wake them up or get their headphones off. Or if they're watching just now, that's fine. Uh, gather them up and get them to the screen right now. Maybe hit pause until you do that. And I'll try and think of my youth lingo. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, young people of Inverness Vineyard Church, we, I feel like that was a political broadcast, young people of Inverness Vineyard Church, we will be launching a youth life group after Easter. And uh, this will be weekly on Tuesday nights. And we believe that you guys, well, you guys are the future. And we want to invest in you we are for you and we want to we pour into you and serve you and for you guys to be the real courage carriers into 2021 in your schools, at home, with your friends. Steve and Eleanor so faithfully and amazingly stepped into a gap uh, around 18 months ago, two years ago, and done, I've done an amazing job in building solid foundations uh, for this next season, Mary and I will initially lead this life group, this youth life group for S1 to S6. And we want to invite you into this and we will personally invite you into it in the coming weeks. So we're really excited about that. So for young, for old, for in between, for all of us, there will be opportunities to practice 
courage. And we want to invite you into that for 2021. I have come that you may have life and life in all its fullness. Jesus hasn't come for us to make do. He hasn't come for us to accept injustice, to accept things the way they are, to be a people that walk past. He hasn't come for us to live a nice, tidy, safe life. He hasn't come for us to batten down the hatches. He hasn't come for us to run away from the city in crisis moments, but run to the city in crisis moments. He's come that we may have life and life in its fullness that ekes out, that shines, that glows in the dark places, that brings hope into our work places that restores marriages that when things go wrong when things break down we say no we're not going to make do no we're not going to accept it because we believe in Jesus and he declares in John 10 verse 10 that he's come to bring life and life is all, all its fullness and what I'm facing just now is not life in its fullness we believe that we believe that this hope changes lives Changes our streets, our marriages, our families, our workplaces, our city. We want this fullness for our church family. We want to be overflowing. We want, to, we want no half measure. We want no drips. We want fullness in this year ahead. I want to pray that over our church family right now. For everyone watching, let your spirit fall. Holy Spirit, reawaken right now by your spirit. Deposit dreams. Reawaken dreams right now. Let us be a people that try. Let us be a people that aren't fear, fearful of mistakes, fearful of mucking up, of seeing the wrong things, stirring us a boldness to make a mistake, to get up and to try again. I pray that in your name. We choose to push in, Lord. We choose to try. We choose to connect with you this year. We choose community. We choose connection. We choose courage. We choose each other. When it's easier to step down right now, Lord, Holy Spirit, we choose to step up. I want to pray that 2021 is a year of the Lord's fullness. I want to pray Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Amen.